In Parshas Mas'e, as well as in Parshas Pinchas, the Parsha speaks about the division of Eretz Yisrael, or the distribution of land in Eretz Yisrael. And the questions that we have is that in one part we find that it was divided according to the size of the Shevet, and in certain places we find that it was done by Goyrel, which is from Hashem and not based on logic. Question two is we find that Elazar HaKoyin would announce with Ruach HaKoydish, this portion is going to this tribe, to the Shevet. In that case, why do we need a Goyrel? Number three, we find in the Chuvis HaGoyinim that emphasize the severity of the goyrel, that if someone is, violates the goyrel, it's as if they are violating the Aseres Adibris. And the question is, even though we know that a goyrel comes from Hashem, but Aseres Adibris is a very lofty part of Torah, and to say that you are transgressing the Aseres Adibris seems to be extreme. So in order to understand this concept, we're going to introduce an entirely new concept, and that is the relationship of a Yid with Torah. We find the Torah as a Yerusha, inheritance, as it says, Meirosha, Kihilas Yaakov, to Yerusha, to the congregation of Yaakov, to the Yidin. We find the Torah as a Mecher, as something that is sold and bought, as it says in the Gemara, in the Medrash, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Yisrael, Macharti Lachem Torasi, I sold you my Torah. And we find the Lashon of Matana, a gift, Gimel Matanas Tevis, Nosnakos Baruch Yisrael, Hashem gave three presents to the Yidin, and one of them is Torah. What's the difference? Yerusha is something that's automatic. It's not something that's dependent on the quality or the age of the person. Mecher is something that the person has to buy, has to pay for it. Now, in both of these, there is some connection between the, between the recipient and the giver. Either he's a Yerush, he's an heir, or he paid for it. But when Matana, when it comes to a gift, there seems to be no connection between the giver and the recipient. It is just the generosity and the kindness of the giver that gives something to the recipient. We find these three concepts in Torah. There's a concept in Torah that every Yid has an inherent connection to Torah, like Yerusha. We find a part in Torah where a Yid has to understand, learn and understand and delve into Torah, which is a part of Torah that he's investing in, in order to grasp it. Similar to someone who's paying for something and buying it. Similarly, by learning it, by Yogaita, by putting an effort into understanding the Torah, you are acquiring it. And then you have the matana of Torah, the gift of Torah. This is an aspect of Torah that was given to us from Hashem that is on a level of Hashem, on an infinite level. The other two previous levels, Yerusha and Mecher, is something that is based on the individual. It's limited to the limitations of the individual. The gift, because it's coming from Hashem, un, not dependent on what the recipient put into it, in that case, it is infinite like Hashem is infinite.
We even find that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, kept on forgetting what he was learning until Hashem gave it to him as present. Just like Hashem doesn't forget anything, Hashem gave that quality to Moshe that his learning should be supernatural and there should be no forgetfulness. This level of gift of present would also be called a goyrel because a goyrel is not dependent on anything that the individual recipient put in. It's totally from Hashem and just like a matana, that it's not dependent on the individual, but on the person who is giving the gift. Now, truth to be told, even though we just said that receiving a gift is not dependent on the recipient at all, it is the generosity and the kindness of the giver. Nevertheless, there is something called in the Gemara that if not for the fact that the person did something, uh, a nachas, a favor, for the giver, he wouldn't give him a present. Which means that even though the present is totally unrelated to the size, to the quality, to the quantity of the favor that was done, but the favor did initiate a connection between the two that ultimately caused the giver to give such an impressive gift. So, although we are saying that a gift does not need to come based on the work, on the effort of the recipient. Nevertheless, something has to happen from the recipient to initiate a relationship between the two, a connection of some sort, so that the giver should utilize his kindness and his generosity to give a gift to the recipient, although it is much bigger and, and not commensurate with the favor or pleasure that was done for the giver. We find a similar concept in Geirel, where it says that a Geirel has to be done right in order for the Hashkacha HaElyoyna, for Hashem's providence, to work. In other words, there has to be something from the, from the person below in order for the uh, uh, showering of the gift from above. The same thing we would say with regards to Teda, that in order to earn, in order to initiate, rather, the Matanam Elamayla, the Teda, on such a lofty, infinite level that it's coming from Hashem, first the person has to learn Teda on his own level. Invest in Teda and time and, and energy in learning Teda on, on one's own level. And then, the, that's the Naichel Anafshe, that's the pleasure that's done for Hashem, then Hashem showers upon us the Teda as a Matanam Elamayla. This will actually explain... Um, the tefillah that we say, Why are we praying for it? Why don't we, for us saying, Why don't we just learn the Torah? And what's the connection between the Beis HaMikdash and specifically, And why does it say, Our portion, as if we already have the portion, and then, and then say, Your Torah. But based on the, on the above, it makes perfect sense. What we're praying for here is the matana of Torah, the gift. And the gift comes after we've already studied Torah. So we say, can you help us that our portion in Torah, which we already studied and learned and it became ours, should be should be on the level of your Torah, that it should be inspired by a matana to elevate our portion in Torah uh, to the level of matana from Hashem. This is intrinsically connected with the Beis Hamikdash, 
because that is when we will ultimately experience, or when we when we look, when we will experience the ultimate matana, the ultimate teirasis Mashiach, which is the the full fledged matana of Torah, the gift of Torah that is totally beyond uh, uh, anything we can accomplish on our own. And that's the explanation of that prayer, of that tefillah. Shibana Beis Amikdash, that when the Beis Amikdash will be rebuilt, we will be able to have a matana from Hashem, that our chilek and Torah, the effort that we invested in Torah, should be secha, should be on the level of the Eibishter's Torah through the matana that he gives us. Going back to the Yerusha and the Mecher, we find also in the delivery of Torah, we find the same differentiation. Because we know that the first two Dibris, the first two of the Asaras Dibris, were said by the Eibishter himself. And the, uh, and the rest of Torah was given through Maishu Rabbeinu. Because the first two Dibris are Emuna and Kabbalah's oil, which comes as a Matana from Hashem. And therefore it came, Mipi Hashmua, from Hashem himself. The rest of the Torah, however, is something that has to be accomplished through our understanding, through Havana Vahasaga, through Tam Vadas, and therefore it had to come through Moshe, who is the one who teaches us Torah with Tam Vadas. Nevertheless, the entire Aseres Adibris is called Matan Torah because the other eight Dibris, we heard Hashem's voice, though we didn't understand what he was saying. Because in order for there to be a bridge between the Matana Malamaila of the first two Dibris and the rest of Torah, there had to be a, 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 a level of drawing down that energy from Hashem. And therefore, it came down as the voice of Hashem, though it couldn't be totally understood by us because the rest of the mitzvahs have to be with Tam Vadas. This takes us back to the girdle. The whole idea of Eretz Yisrael is that the eyes of Hashem are upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Implying that there's a revelation of, of, of Hashem, a gili, a in Eretz Yisrael, that's on the level of matana, that's on the level beyond our understanding and beyond anything that we could reach. And therefore, there had to be a girdle because since the revelation is coming as a matana, it had to be done through a girdle, which is a matana melamayla. Nevertheless, it had to also be done logically, because as we said before, in order to initiate a matana, there has to first be the avedas hamata, there has to first be the work from the person or the people down below. And therefore, first there had to be the alpisechel of l'reiv tar ben and only after that there was able to be a girdle to bring down the matana melamayla, that there should be a gilu elokus in Eretz Yisrael above and beyond the Avedis Hanivraim.